0: Enjoy every moment, every connection, and never forget that we are not guaranteed tomorrow. Embrace the now. Those are the words of Jessica Palmer, who we are joined by in this episode. Jess is on a mission through her work and presence in the world to cut the suicide rate by 50% by the year 2025. And she's doing this by empowering leaders with the required skill sets to empower the rest of humanity. Jess is the founder of The Coaching Lab. She's a speaker, a coach and a consultant. There's many pieces of wisdom that she drops in this episode, so join us. Kia ora, my name's Jade Benny-Oni and I am a coach and a guide for Conscious Woman in Business. I've been referred to before as a hippie in a boardroom and a gangster in business And my mission is to walk beside these women as they reclaim and wield their unique power, their mana, and use it to further their own mission, their own business. In these episodes, we will normalise the conversations that are sometimes difficult to have, but are very necessary in order to create change. And we'll do that by listening to other people's stories and sharing strategies that help us to own and accept all parts of who we are, the good, the bad and the ugly. Welcome. Welcome Jess, thanks for being on um, the 11th episode of the Mother of One podcast and we have a little another little guest nice. um, who's currently having a bit of a kai, um, Baba Luca. Um, so welcome to both of you and um, yeah, really cool to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It's always kind of awkward after I kind of like press record, and then I'm like, even though we're just speaking. But anyway, um, yes, that is so true. <laughs> um, oh, it's eleven. It's one eleven, right? Right. One eleven.
1: Episode eleven.
0: Oh my gosh! Stop. Okay, that's gonna be so cool. I know it's exciting. So, Jess, um, I'll just hand it over to you um, mm. to introduce yourself. But before I do, this is. Um, I just want to acknowledge and and share my my thoughts on who I see you as in the world of mm-hmm. personal development and coaching and um, and healing and forgiveness and it really is all those things. It's um, you know the way I I see you and how you show up in the world is really really how you say, which is leading with love. Um, you know, seeing the seeing the best in every situation um, but not from a bypassing place, it's from a working through and then, you know coming out the other side with the best that's what I always see in your work and how you treat other people and you know, how you treated me, which is what we're going to talk about also in the podcast, but yeah like a phenomenal coach, I've stepped into your container after a very um, you no know, dry spell of who who am i what am i doing and you know that was a awesome little boost to just you know get my mojo back and go down this path um so i've stepped in your container and yeah we've just kind of been connected and i just see you as leading with so much love and and compassion so that's how i see you and um yeah but now you tell us who who you are and tell us your story and a bit about where you've come from and what you do yeah Yes, well, um, I am
1: Jessica Palmer, aka, the mother of coaches. <laughs> that name was given to me by a former client and I definitely rolled with it because it's very much aligned with who I am, who I be in the world, um, and who I be in the world isn't it, it isn't different to being a coach, being a mum. I feel that I really strive to be the exact same person in all areas of life. I think that's really important. So I'm a coach, speaker, consultant. Um, I'm a mother of four, (laughs) officially. This is baby number four here, baby Luca. I am a podcaster. I am, I feel like I'm all the things. You know, it's so funny answering this question when people are always asking, you know, even myself having a podcast myself, interviewing people, Mm -hmm. asking people, who are you? It's such a... It's such a powerful and loaded question, isn't it? Who are you? Yeah. It's really separating. I can give you all the titles of I'm a coach. I'm a speaker. I'm a consultant. I um, support visionaries. I help people bring programs to life. That is one of my genius zones. I help bring structure to uh, breathable structure to uh, creatives and healers. And that's why um, that's why creatives and healers absolutely love working with me because I understand their flow. Mm. And I also understand that in order to experience true freedom, there's a certain level of discipline that does need to take place. And sometimes, and, and for me, that that's really the gap. I'm kind of the in-between person between... Yeah the practical um, the practical community of coaching and also the spiritual community so i'm like i see myself as as a bridge
0: practically spiritual
1: practically spiritual yeah that's that's 100% me so um, for me i just i'm really here to focus on my life's mission And my personal, I have two, two separate missions. I have my life's mission, my personal mission, which is to live life in a constant state of prayer. That's my goal for my life. Um, And in terms of, what it is that I do in the world outside of myself, my mission is really to cut the suicide rate by 50% by 2025. And I do that through empowering leaders, teaching them the skill sets and all of the foundational knowledge. So I'm very much a foundational skill sets, knowledge-based person. Mm -hmm. Prior to entering in the coaching space, I was in training and development roles for 10 years. And, you know, that really gives me an edge in the way that I teach, train, and coach.
0: Beautiful, beautiful girl. I love, you know, what I love about what you've just said is just how you speak with, um, about yourself. And, um, I am going to honor that because, you know, this podcast is about normalizing some of the difficult conversations and that would be one of them to just say, Hey, this is who I am. And this is what I'm really good at. And I, for anyone listening, I just, you know, just really let that sink in, that, you know, and I know a bit of your story, Jess, and and I would love for you if you want to um, go into sharing some of that, but, you know, the last conversation I think we had one-on-one, just chatting, you shared your story with me, and, and then to hear you on a podcast to say, this is me, I'm all the things, I'm, I back myself 110%, like, there's so much behind that, and I'm, yeah, I'm really feeling that, so, I honor you for being able to just say this is not being able like as if you know we're disabled to do so but just really choosing to to stand up and say this is who i am with such a you know Mm. conviction and certainty yeah i love that it
1: takes really it takes real courage mm. you know it takes real courage even for when people are starting to share who they truly are they're starting to show uh, their essence with the world. And that, that's truly what I believe. You know, people don't forget who they are. Nobody loses their identity. Like, I don't believe in any of that. What people do is they just get become disconnected from their essence. And I think personal development is actually just a reclamation of that essence. And as we kind of begin to honour that essence and the truth of who they actually are and peeling back those layers that's when we get to really see and hear someone but it does take a lot of courage and your voice might begin to shake as you start to say this is this is who i am and you may even be shocked about oh this is who i am (laughs) you know wow um it can be quite the experience as i'm sure you've experienced yourself
0: exactly and there are still times where you know, depending on what I'm moving through and the spaces I'm moving through, there are times where I'll feel that shake, where I'll feel that oh, you know, the the heat starting to rise up a little bit. Yes. And and then it's that choice about, okay, <laughs> how do I wanna how do I wanna proceed? Do I want to swallow that fire? Or do I want to speak it anyway or give it a go anyway, whatever it is I'm doing. So yeah. Huge. I love that. Love it. Um where to go. I I let me know how you how you're feeling about this and if it's if it's on, on your on your flow or not. But you know, um I'm into either one. Let's Yeah, let's do that. So let's yeah. talk about where we met. Let's talk yes. about how we met. Yes, please. <laughs> and and this will no doubt lead and open up to some beautiful conversation. This podcast is all about normalizing normalizing some difficult discussions, as I've said. And um, yeah, so how Jess and I met, and you will obviously add to this, was definitely in the realm of of that. And it's um, I'll just go and tell go ahead and tell the story, but. Um, essentially, I saw Jess on Facebook, you know, just, we obviously have been connected together, you know, as you do, um, um, connect with like-minded people, and must have just been one of them days, and my soul was tapping, and Jess was doing a live, a live video to her own audience, and the heading was, I remember it vividly, it was, um, wait, it's all about action, Yes, it was action. Action is the antidote. Action is the antidote. And for whatever reason, I must have chimed in. I don't even really remember um, what was going through my head, but I commented on it. Um, I don't know, remember what I said, but it was about a paragraph long. And it was essentially just like schooling Jess on her own post or just adding authority or just, you know, just putting, you know, like, kind of counteracting what she was saying, because at the time, as I mentioned at the very start of this podcast, I was going through some sort of, like, you know, awakening for myself, so I stumbled upon this container, and I spoke my truth, well, spoke my truth, but it was in Jess's space, and anyway, she responded, and it was, you know, loving, and there was, there was, there was heat to it, there was fire, but there was very much, like, a, um, standing up for self not stand, i don't know it just felt i'm speaking from it from a place of what i remember but you responded and then i came back in for seconds somewhere i tagged you on something and we had another conversation there conversation maybe not because i think i was i was definitely coming from a place of trigger and um and projection and then yeah we kind of you kind of explained you push back in a loving way but with boundaries and then i kind of just like sat in that for a bit and um then it wasn't like i would say i I think i seen a meditation you were doing in one of the huge groups i forget what it's called now um earth elders is that what it's called yes yeah i think it was the quantum
1: healing summit Yes. Um, yes, and which transformed into the um, Earth Elders group. Yes.
0: Correct. And you were doing a meditation, and that meditation was called, or was all around forgiveness. And I remember sitting there, and as you do when you're triggered and you're projecting, and all the things come up about yourself that you put out onto someone else. I remember just having being at at this crossroads. One one way was like fucking fucking blah blah, blah. and <laughs> The other way was, have a go at the meditation, you know, and I went down that path, and what I felt was this deep sense of forgiveness, and receiving the transmission from the very person that, at that moment, I was, you know, projecting onto, and then Jess and I had a a conversation after that, and it was very much sounding like this, where, you know, I was just kind of apologizing, and owning owning my behavior, not wanting anything in return, just to say, hey, um, my bad, um, and this is what I learned, and there was, and that was the conversation, and now we're kind of here on a podcast, so, um, yeah, what I was amazed by was your ability to hold space for all of that, I think that's the one, yeah, Mm, mm. and feel free to share what, you know, Your perspective on that interaction? Well, I remember,
1: I mean, when I did that live, I was very, I was feeling very heated in the moment because I am so passionate about humanity and
0: Mm.
1: about really encouraging and activating leaders to step up and to, yes, take some rest. But when You know, when everything hit in the last few months Mm. and everyone just started freaking out and they were like, you know what, I'm not going to launch this program. I'm not going to launch my coaching business. I'm not going to offer any healing or whatever it is. I'm not going to pivot my, my offerings. For me, that came from a deep place of, of sadness and, and frustration, which is why I jumped, up, jumped on that live to begin with as, and saying action is the antidote. Because I really, truly felt that, and I still feel this for 2020, is we, anyone who has been doing the work and they've put their hand up and they've said, I am here. I'm here, I'm going to lead, I'm going to guide, I'm going to offer healing, facilitate healing. And then when it actually came down to a moment where it was like, you know what, your medicine is needed now. (laughs) Because that is what 2020 is. People are requiring more support and more love and more expansiveness because there is expansion happening, whether we like it or not, it's happening. Mm -hmm. And I remember feeling so frustrated because I'm like, but this person in my Facebook feed and that person in my Facebook feed, all of you said that you were a stand for humanity and now you're taking several seats. I don't understand that. You've been, you know, saying this is the time I'm ready. I'm, I'm a stand, I'm a leader. And you've been given, this is the opportunity that you've been waiting for to help humanity humanity needs us more than ever now and you're just gonna sit down i didn't understand that and that is the place that i was coming from um and why you could probably feel that um that fire that i had in my belly where i I did feel frustrated Mm. i did have those negative emotions of feeling frustrated. i was pissed off Mm -hmm. i was actively pissed off and um i was probably a little bit ranty But when you commented, um, I just decided to lean into that with curiosity because I knew that all emotions are so heightened uh, around that time frame and they still are. Emotions were so heightened that I really had to check in with myself and say, okay, well, am I just going to be defensive and frustrated and, and feel the need to be right? Like, do I need to be right in this moment? And I was like, no, I don't need to be right because... I know what I feel is my truth. And, and that is what I've shared. I've stood in that. And I also really honor when anyone else feels called to stand in that truth. Even if that means that we're not in agreement. Yeah. Because that's actually where the magic happens. That's where we learn from each other. And, um, you know, as you were sharing your, you know, how you met me and how you commented and things like that, Um, a word that was coming up for me or a phrase, I should say, was creative tension. So in storytelling, there's this thing called creative tension, which is where you're starting to kind of build up some sort of not conflict, but something that's going to cause anticipation before something big happens. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that's what your comment (laughs) was. It was a form of creative tension that was occurring and i just chose to lean into that with curiosity and to to just seek to understand i didn't choose to make your comment necessarily mean anything or to choose to take it on i just was like that's really interesting let me i want to understand more about that yes yeah okay. i really i genuinely came from a place of i genuinely wanted to to understand where you were coming from because sometimes when we have these conversations i'm not always right you know, like there are times where people will comment things and I'm like, wow, you know what? You're a hundred percent. I never thought of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So having that beginner's mindset and, you know, this is something that as I get further on in my coaching career and I begin to connect with more high level coaches, that is really what separates these exceptional high level coaches to the ones that are just really good at marketing. <laughs> If you're hearing me, (laughs) yeah, you're hearing me Um, because some are really good at marketing, but then you see these high level coaches that can actually humble themselves. Humility, um, you know, a saying that I have is humility is the highest form of listening. So if you're able to really humble yourself and to just listen, that's when you can hold the space for whatever it is that needs to be said. Cause there was obviously a reason as to why you've commented and some of the things that you said, you know, they, they, that was your truth in that moment.
0: In that moment. Yeah.
1: In that moment. That was, that was your truth. And I just chose to lean in with curiosity. And for me, choosing curiosity is a way to choose love And I'm very passionate about instead of just telling someone what I think or feel is really asking questions, Mm. you know, ask a question, take a breath and ask a question. And it was just so fascinating for me, um, like kind of witnessing your journey because then you just kept popping up in my feed as well. (laughs) um, your content. And, um, and I, I still really loved your content. I'm like, I'm like, this person's beautiful. Like, even though like, I think they hate me, but I, (laughs) I, um, in my head, like for me, I'm like, I just, I'm still enjoying this person's content and I'm sure like they're a beautiful person. So, and if I do see anyone share something, even if I don't necessarily completely love them, like I'm not like a fan of their personality or where they're at in their life at this point in time, like that's not going to stop me from loving on that person. Mm. It's like, why? If I was, if I were to not love on that person, when my heart's like, let's love on this person, I'm actually denying myself the joy of being generous. Like, why would I do that? Like, I don't understand why I wouldn't want to do that. Right. Like, I'm just like basically cop blocking myself from being a, a stand of love. Why would you want to do that? So I would continue to love on your post because I was like, I genuinely was digging it. (laughs) I really was. And then it was just, I almost found it really, it was a legit cosmic joke. It was hilarious. I'm not even going to lie. When you messaged me and I was like, let me get this straight. She tore me down (laughs) on my own Facebook post. And then she has done a meditation, which I facilitated in somebody else's group about forgiveness and she is saying, sorry, and asking for forgiveness to me. (laughs) And I was like, this is, this is incredible. Right? Right. Like for me, I was like, this is, this is it. This is unity. Like this actually is unity. So when you, when you come from a place of love and understanding, you know, love, humility, curiosity, be curious, you know, be curious. Um, it was just such a fascinating ex- experience for me and I found it to be really humbling too. And I really respect and honor the fact that you also humbled yourself and you're like, Hey, I just learned something, mm. you know, cause so, so often we don't want to, there's so much shame around, Oh, I'm wrong. Or I, I don't want to admit that I've learned something from that person. Yep. But I think it's so important to give credit where credit
0: is due. Mm, likewise. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So um, so I, I absolutely loved that you had, had messaged me. And for me, that was um, a really humbling moment around the forgiveness piece because it's something that I'm so passionate about, the forgiveness work. And that was a reflection of, yes, that was just a reminder of how important it is to continue this path of sharing the message of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I I know very few that, I honestly, I don't know many that do hold that transmission, you know, so reverently um, whilst also being, you know, mother of four and, you know, bomb ass coach and, you know, does her thing. But with this underlying current of forgiveness, such a soft, like there's, yeah, I don't know many. And I remember, I just remember being, having that opportunity to be curious about why the hell am I looking at a forgiveness meditation <laughs> by Jess <Jesper? laughs> like, Why? I and it's I, so funny. yeah, and just surrender to it. And it was beautiful. And yeah, I just, um, when you're speaking and saying, speaking from your side, there, there are so many times where I know that this happens for us as humans where we trigger and we project and then we almost try and keep that a secret yeah and sometimes looking like the crazy bloody person who's jumping on other people's posts there's such learning from that if you you know with the intention of you know curiosity and but as you said it was my truth in the moment and sometimes we've got to go down those paths that look a bit 100% crazy uh or inappropriate but I wouldn't be here on a podcast with you had I not had I have just you know said a thousand words looking at the screen but never clicking on the video I wouldn't be here so it's leaning into that hairy stuff as well and really honoring the truth within, even though you're like, are you sure you, I'm going to post that on someone else's post, even though the world tells me that it's not cool to jump on someone else's post and speak your truth. Yeah. It's like, you have got to learn to learn lean into that stuff and embrace that yeah. and what comes with it as well. Um, as well. So. Yeah. There's natural
1: consequences for everything. Mm-hmm. And these can be uh, positively charged or negatively charged. Uh, in, in this scenario, it was positive. You know, like even though it, there was, okay, you didn't agree with what I was saying, I just think it's so important, like what you're saying, that people express themselves regardless. And it's, it's just really free from judgment. It's like, okay, just express yourself. If you are highly triggered, really triggered, then sure, take a moment, take a day, you know, take a breath, take a day, have a sleep. <laughs> Eat some food <laughs> and wake up. Aww. <laughs> Aww. There you go. You said the words "wake up" and he woke up. I know. It's see, this is just a classic Jess Palmer being on a podcast situation, having a crying baby. I love it. It's it's real. Yeah. It's,
0: it's it's real, yeah. and, you know. Um, i I also love that about you, you know you um, we need more of that too. we need more normalization around making your life literally fit your being and and your values literally fit in with your world and what yeah. you do and you know as I said, I've sat in your containers and you know seen many of your bubbers running around and and how you will you will stop the whole show to to honor you know, um baby Nessa? Was it Nessa? Baby yes, Nessa. Yeah. yes. And just yeah, I I wanna ask you for and all I know, but I wanna ask for the and for the people listening as well. Um how did you get to be that lovingly fierce for yourself and for others? Mm. Because that's what it looks like when you yeah, when you meet you, when you step into your containers, you can feel this this fierce, loving um, energy coming from you. And yeah, I just, my question probably is, I should ask you a question, which is, what is what has healing and forgiveness meant for your life that you've now been able to be this leader of you know, self-sovereignty and being able to honour yourself so deeply?
1: Mm. Oh, I'm going to use the cliche word journey. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely been a massive journey. Um, I didn't just roll out of bed. Um, you know, I wasn't just, I wasn't, maybe I was born like this and then I was just conditioned out of it. Um, but five years ago, um in uh, 2015, I had a series of traumatic events begin to occur. So the first one happened in, um, in 2015. So first of all, I had, I had my first child, Ava, um, in July, and that was all very exciting. Um, I was in that state of bliss, you know, I was like a mother for the first time. And then everything just changed. Everything completely changed, and my uh, my brother murdered his partner in a horrific act of domestic violence. And the way that I describe this is that somebody I loved killed someone that I love, and you can imagine how much conflict is in that because all your life you grow up, you know, loving your family, feeling that like you've got to be loyal to your family. And yet there's, there's a, I have a situation where I love both of these people and I'm also experiencing a lot of anger, anger and frustration. And in fact, um, you know, before, in the days before that happened, um, there had been another incident and I had said, um, you know, to our loved one that, that is no longer here with us um, that my brother was dead to me. That was actually my choice. And when it first happened, I also wished that he had died. Um, I'm just speaking absolute truth Mm -hmm. to you right now, because after he committed that crime, that act, he then attempted to take his own life. So as he uh, attempted to take his own life, it was my thought was I I actually genuinely in that moment my truth was I hope he dies, because that was how I was feeling in that moment. Yeah. And then, two to three years down the track, um, you know, and through that period of time as well, I um, I had actually given birth twice within fifteen months. I had had um, that happen. I'd also had um, a very close friend commit suicide who my husband actually found him. And then he, you know, experienced his own PTSD because you can't unsee that. So I had two years, which was really filled with a lot of uh, emotional conflict and grief and trauma During that time, I was also diagnosed with PTSD and postnatal depression. And in all honesty, it just felt too overwhelming because I had created this perception and I was wearing this mask of just being perfect all the time. There was actually no hiding for me now because it was a very public event and I felt. I couldn't wear that mask of perfection anymore and I was feeling so much sadness. And yet I felt that I needed to be a pillar of strength for others. And I just forgot to be a pillar of strength for myself. So as I was denying my human experience, I was truly denying the fact that I was grieving. Um, I really, really felt that, I just didn't understand the purpose of life anymore. I had, I felt like I didn't know who I was. I felt really confused. I just, I've become a mother. And my introduction to motherhood is witnessing, you know, a mother that's been taken away. Her life has been taken. Seeing my niece without a mother. And then also witnessing, you know, her mother who's lost a child. And then witnessing my mother who was filled with, so much conflict herself because she also loved both people. So for me, it made me question everything. It made me question everything about who I was, about who other people are and what is right and wrong in the world. What is good? What is bad? And there was times where I honestly just didn't want to live I did not want to live and I would feel really angry. I would wake up and I'd be like, what God, why did you let me wake up? I want to die. Why didn't you let me just die? And as I would begin to almost have these suicidal ideolations um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. What would happen is, you know, I would feel this, you know, I wouldn't hear the voice, but I would feel this voice and for me, that's that's God, that might be source for other people, whatever it is. And I just remember it very, very vividly being like, I'm not done with you yet. Like, this is not for you. This is not for you. And I would feel so frustrated. And I just got to the point where I was sick and tired of my own bullshit. I was sick and tired of living in this state of throwing myself pity parties being a victim. And yes, how I was feeling was valid, but I was just done with feeling that way. And I truly didn't believe that. Look, if my loved ones have are no longer here, because I've lost two loved ones within a 15 month period, how am I honoring their life by choosing not to want to be alive? I really asked myself that question. Am I honoring their lives by choosing to not want to be alive? No, and i began to then begin to reframe that for myself and it's like well how can i love them more how can i reframe this and for me it was okay well maybe i can choose to be alive to want to be alive and i just remember this one night i made this really conscious decision and it was just before i I went to sleep and um, it's only now years later that I understand that um, just before you go to sleep, you um, you'll fall into into almost like a hypnotic state where your mind becomes very suggestible and any beliefs. This is why people will often listen to things as they sleep because it unconsciously subconsciously becomes embedded in there. So I had just um, made a decision. That just happened to be at the perfect time of the night as I was drifting off to sleep that I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to do everything in my power to live my best life. And I went to sleep and I woke up and that, and I, I honestly felt like the whole world looked different. I completely had transformed in my sleep. And it's hard to even express this to people because they're like, how is that even possible within a 24 hour period? And I even was like, how was this even possible? Uh, But it was happening. It was actively happening to me. And then I just kept focusing on listening. And I used to have this uh, limiting belief around listening where I'm not a good listener You know, I studied um, foreign languages from like the age of six. And for some reason, like listening was like the worst, you know, in the comprehension, you know, reading, writing, listening, and so on. Listening was something that I wasn't perfect at, but I was perfect at all the other ones, but I wasn't perfect at listening. So I had this this, uh, story going that I am a terrible listener. And then I decided that for some reason, my body wants me to listen to it. And I still didn't understand why, but I just kind of decided to discard the why because I've got to a place where it's like, what even matters in me anymore? (laughs) Um, I just decided to discard um, understanding the process of it all. And I just was like, okay, what, what does my body want me to do right now? And my body wanted me to get up at 4.30 every morning. So that's what I did. I got up at 4.30 every single morning and I spent two hours in, in just states of, of listening and preparing for the day. And I would just fill my mind with so much positive content and I would sit in silence and just listen to whatever it is I felt that I needed to know, even though I had no idea what I was doing. I literally had no idea what I was doing. I would just sit there listening for, for hours before my children woke up. And that's how I actually got to know myself and to realize that the world is so much bigger than what I thought, that it's actually bigger than my small mind, that it's bigger than um, it, it's bigger than anything that I could ever understand and comprehend. And I just began to listen. So it was like, okay, what does my body want me to eat? Like I literally just did everything that I would just speak to my body constantly And eventually I began to just give myself the permission to then voice and express my truth. And that came with so much fear and trepidation because I was so afraid of being judged. And I was also afraid what if that darkness lied within me? So I would also be super afraid to be passionate because I would associate passion with violence and anger So I had to dismantle all of those beliefs as I went through this. And for me, it kept coming back to this purpose of, well, what what does it mean to be alive? And to be alive means to express yourself, to love. And if I wanted to continue to love those ones that I'd lost, how could I do that? And for me, coaching, speaking, doing all the things that I do is actually an opportunity and an expression Um, like an opportunity like to extend my love for those people that are no longer here and to really be super clear and abundant that they experience so much pain and that pain cannot go unwasted. So I really choose to, every time I work with someone or whatever it is I'm doing in the world is that is an opportunity for me to transmute their pain into more purpose and to know that I'm still loving on them by loving on other people here in the world.
0: Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. Thank
1: you. Mm. And I think that's really that place of discovering what your purpose is and understanding that everything is so much bigger than us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you really understand your purpose so clearly and you choose it and you build up so much value around it. So for me, every time I do something that's associated with my purpose, I'm connecting with my loved ones. That's That's how I've associated it, which is why I'm able to be so resilient because for me, it's like, but I'm loving them. I'm getting to be a vessel of love. Why wouldn't I want to do that?
0: love that i love that um there's just so many things that you've said that just so powerful and align so beautifully with the whole concepts that i run over and over in my head and with in my inner circle about what i want you know or what i trust will come through on the voice waves of this podcast and it's like, yeah, just hearing you speak like to the purpose of the space, so in alignment with what it's about, is beautiful. And I, I really have nothing to add to that, except I love it all, and thank you so much for sharing your, you know, your journey, your journey. Yeah. But I just, I, I get this vision of faces of people in their own homes, wherever listening to these words and the transmission and just the possibilities starting to pop up in their, in, in their mind's eye of, whew, okay, you know, what what could I, what could I dare to do um, because of hearing this? You know, th- this is for me why he- sharing individual stories is so powerful because... That's yeah, because someone will just be sitting there or doing their dishes, listening to a little podcast called Mother of One or whoever's podcast, and they'll hear someone's story and go, That's it. That's the thing. I can do that too. hundred percent. hundred percent. Sister, what is your what is your um deepest desire for women working to build a better tomorrow for themselves, and this may apply to men, I know some um, guys tune into this podcast as well, Um, but what is your deepest desire for people or women uh, working to build a better tomorrow for themselves?
1: Mm. Mm, Such a beautiful question. My deepest desire for women or men, whoever is listening to this, um, that are looking to you know, really create the business or or to achieve the dreams, whatever, whatever it is that you desire is to do it from a place of a place of aliveness that, that really is it a place of aliveness and understanding that you get to create whatever it is in the world. Like it doesn't have to make sense. It really is doing it from a place of inspiration and aliveness. That, that is my deepest desire because, you know, I'm sure you've experienced it yourself. Um, people listening to this podcast, maybe you've had snippets of it. Maybe you've had, you know, seasons of it even. Um, or you see other people who, who have this. There's that spark, that energy that you see within someone who is actually doing something that they love. And when you're doing something that you love, you feel alive and you are co-creating with the universe. You're co-creating with community. You are just loving life and you're living your best life. That is, that is my desire for everyone, that, um, that all people move from a place of existing um, and surviving to a place of thriving. That is, that is my desire.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yes, and that is one of your programs too. (laughs) Um, Awesome, yeah, because it is true. It's like we do get this opportunity. We do have the right to do things, be the versions of ourselves that, you know, electrify us and, you know, light us up and and just thirst for more, thirst for more, Oh, because just allowing ourselves to, exist in in a state of thriving it just sets off this this thirst this quench you know that we want to go out and 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 find more that we can taste find more that we can experience so just stepping up and saying yes is what you know is what's coming through right now just step up and say yes to tasting one little bit and then it will expand yeah, yeah
1: and like stop you know stop telling yourself that, oh, I've got to do this or I'm doing this. And it's like, what if you change the word do to create? You know, I get to create this. I'm creating this today instead of I'm doing this today. I'm creating this today. It just has such a different energy from it.
0: So good. So good. It's these little things. And I've had some really, and I know I've had some awesome feedback from some women listening to the podcast and they're like the one thing that I've taken you know from different snippets of different episodes and there's been so many little pieces scattered throughout this podcast episode of little tips and little tools um, from you Jess that have just been you know so beneficial and as a coach myself I'm listening to them like you know yeah like if that is exactly just the one little thing you might want to put in your toolkit and then you'll say something else and I'm like also that put it put that in your toolkit (laughs) and then you'll just leave with the whole toolbox at the end um but if if people are you know wanting to get in touch with you or wanting to actually like further their tools you know expand their toolbox and start to create a path for themselves like how could they get in touch with you what work do you do that may help other people um set off on that path yeah tell us a bit about that yeah absolutely so um, you know
1: one of the most exciting things that i have going at the moment is the coaching lab academy so my my background is of course in training and i had been privately helping people amplify their coaching practices teaching them how to coach and, and now i have a full academy which is it's global. We have people from three different continents in there. It's, it's men, it's women. Um, in addition to myself being the head coach, we also have um, a resident business coach. And we also have a spiritual development mentor as well, because um, coaching is level one. <laughs> coaching is level one of, of healing and transformation. And I provide a very holistic and comprehensive um, experience. So it's a 12-month mentorship program. Uh, You get two certifications and that's really the the best way to work with me. Um, In order to do that, you can just contact me, you know, on social media. Jessica Palmer Official is my handle for just about everything. Um, Or you can head to uh,
0: jessicapalmer.co and connect with me through there as well. Awesome. And I will I'll link all the places as well um, in yeah, the thank you. notes. Um I highly, you know, I highly recommend um if you are listening to this and, you know, maybe have been watching Jess's journey or even my journey from wherever you're listening or maybe someone else's journey entirely and, and think, you know, I wanna I wanna do that, you know. I definitely recommend stepping into this container to learn about coaching specifically. I mean, I've had this conversation with Jess that, um, you know, I've experienced your container firsthand and I think it's what the coaching world needs is that, what did you call it before? It was like, Lab Academy. uh, No, it was like the way you teach it. It's expansive, but. Oh yes. It's holistic and comprehensive. Yeah. So it's, you're able to make it your own is what is i think is the i don't
1: make robots i do not create robots i create coaches
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so i highly recommend um getting in touch and getting curious getting curious about that for yourself because you know if you can feel it burning inside of you it's probably worth a chat yeah
1: yeah and like we need more quality coaches is the coaching industry flooded yes is it flooded with quality coaches no (laughs) no 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 (laughs) no 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 so we we need we need people who are down for the mission they're here to be of service and they want to learn um you know powerful ways that you can be a guide and facilitator of transformation
0: oh juicy um Is there any last words that you have to say, um, Jess? I'm just so grateful to be on your podcast.
1: And um, I just love the way that we connected. I just think it's such a great story. And I can't wait to hear what everyone um, has to say about this episode as well.
0: Yeah, likewise. Same. Um, It's an important, it was an important discussion and one we've been waiting to have for a while, but, and, and for the space to, to arrive. Um, but yeah, it's, I hope you listen to this. My deepest desire from this episode is that you listen to this, to these two, um, women in business talking about these really radical random conversations about triggers and projections and just know that when they come up that, you know, you can bring all these things, all the things we talked about to them and, um, yeah, work through them. And work through them in your own way. But um to wrap up, thank you, Jess, for coming and sharing your story, coming and sharing your wisdom. Um, and I'm so honored for um, baby Luca. Yeah, you're awake. He's on there. Thank <laughs> you baby's for having me. Maybe his <laughs> <Baby's> first podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So thank you so much, sister. And yeah we will catch each other around Facebook land. in oh, yeah. Michelle, thank you so much. <laughs> See, you. See Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. If you have any questions or you want to dig a little bit deeper into what we're discussing here and how it might apply to you, send me a message on Instagram. There's a link above in the notes. Just click it and it will take you to my page while you're there be sure to check out my bio which has got lots of free resources that relate to what we're teaching here in this podcast so do that otherwise we'll catch you on the next episode